Welcome to the Weather Guru Podcast Edition for this July 11th, 2022. Happy 7-11 day, Slurpee day for those in the United States. Go to the convenience store, get yourself a free Slurpee to cool off in this heat wave, especially in the Midwest. From Bismarck, North Dakota, all the way down to Brownsville, Texas, temperatures have been in the triple digits for the last several days. So treat yourself. Thank you for joining. Please be sure to subscribe and listen to this channel, the Weather Guru, for the latest in the lower 48 United States conditions and sometimes elsewhere too as well in world weather news. Let me give you a current overview of what's going on in the lower 48. Then we'll go to the tropics as well as the hazards, and that will recap for today's uh, forecast. So right now we have the southeast extreme heat extending from Charlotte, North Carolina, down through Jackson, Mississippi, there in the mid-Mississippi Valley. Showers and thunderstorms continue to impact from Pensacola, Florida, through Tallahassee, through southern Georgia, from Valdosta, Tifton, Georgia, over to Brunswick and Savannah, Georgia, down through Jacksonville. These showers are associated with a stationary boundary that's sagging southward slowly into the Gulf of Mexico. This has a chance for tropical development at 20%. We'll talk about that later. Now, out in the west, we had the monsoon season that's coming to an end at the end of this month here, but rain is still stretching up from Santa Fe, New Mexico, up through the I-25 corridor to Colorado Springs, back down through um, Arizona, eastern Arizona, from Prescott, Arizona, down through the Gila Bend, and over toward El Paso and into Mexico. So we continue to see showers there. Out west, things are looking absolutely fabulous in the PNW, the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, Bellingham, down to Salem and Eureka, California, absolutely fabulous in San Francisco, down through Los Angeles as well. We have some showers in the upper tier of the Midwest. These extend north of Madison, Wisconsin, along I-94 there, up through uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Duluth, and into Canada from Winnipeg, all the way around to northern Ontario, um, back down through... Uh, Marquette, Michigan, and the bridge over the Mackinac Bridge over Interstate 75. Some heavy showers range there if you're crossing that border there. Um, and elsewhere, though, the Northeast looks absolutely fabulous. Temperatures will remain in the 80s and 90s from uh, New York, Boston, D.C. corridor, back into the interior through Albany, Buffalo, Erie, Pennsylvania, down through Columbus, Ohio, and Cleveland. Absolutely fabulous conditions for the next two, three days here. Some showers offshore does impact Bermuda out there. Some heavy rain is out there as a front. The leading edge of that stationary front out there in the Atlantic Ocean continues. Bahamas looks great. Few showers. Puerto Rico looks great. A few showers there as well. And now we're looking at the national hazards here. These are the National Weather Service hazards here that we have. And you can guess it with the heat warnings. Heat advisories continue to be extended from the architects from anywhere from um, Texarkana through Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, Beaumont, San Antonio, Austin, the Red Hills, Texas. Excuse me, down through Midland, Odessa, Texas, over towards uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico, into Little Rock, uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, Conway, Shreveport, Oil City, down through Lake Charles, Louisiana. These areas are experiencing heat advisories. Now, we have an excessive heat warning just to the east of the I-35 corridor. Um, this may include, like I said, once again, that includes part of the, the western suburbs of Fort Worth, Texas, Tarrant County, down through uh, the Red Hills of College Station, Waco, Texas, Huntsville, Texas, down through those areas, huh? And then we also have flash flood warnings here in effect for the Panhandle of Florida, uh, including Leon County, Gaston County, and those southern counties there in Georgia, Colquitt, Bainbridge, down through Decatur County there in southern Georgia next to the border. So those have a flash flood warning there, rain rates of two inches to three inches per hour there. So protect yourself. 
And we also have the red flag warning still in eastern Nevada. It's been confined to eastern Nevada, so it's shrunk now. Those fire dangers have shrunk in Nevada, just the eastern, the eastern third of Nevada. So if you're in Winnemucca or Eli, Eli, Nevada, maybe something like that, your red flag, red flag warning for you as well. There's an excessive heat warning too also, I should say, for Utah, Salt Lake City, Ogden, Provo, Utah, okay? And down through uh, the lower um, Arizona corridor from Yuma, Arizona. Uh, back to uh, uh, those areas in, there, in uh, Southern California, in Imperial Valley, uh, Coachella Valley, and uh, Palm Springs, Cathedral City, those areas there. So we want to watch out for that too as well. We only have severe thunderstorm warnings in effect um, in the upper Midwest. Like I said, that's in min northern Minnesota from Bemidji, Minnesota, north to Thousand Lakes, Minnesota. We do have that's the only severe thunderstorm warning that we have on the map at this time. Uh, we have a bunch of flash flood warnings again in southern Georgia and also in northern Florida. So you're in Grady, Mitchell, Thomas County, Thomasville, Georgia. Um, if you're in Mitchell and Grady County of Georgia and Jackson County in Florida, Mariana, and also Leon County, the Tallahassee, the state capital, there's a flash flood warning and watch in a place for you right now on that deal there as a stationary front sag southward. Now, that's what's going to be stationary front. Speaking of stationary front, the National Hurricane Center gives this disturbance here, this broad trough of low, low pressure that's located over the northern Gulf of Mexico. Um, they give it a 20% a 10% chance of formation in the next 48 hours. Through five days, a 30% chance of development. So it has increased a little bit. Yesterday, it was a 20% chance of development through five days. Now it's a 30% a thirty chance of development through five days. So regardless of development, heavy rains are possible. As you can see, flash, flash flooding has already been issued along the Florida Panhandle. But anywhere from Louisiana, New Orleans, to Florida Panhandle, over to Pensacola, Nobile, Tallahassee, you all should be watching this system here because... Uh, heavy rains are possible, and the ground is not going to be able to absorb it as they haven't had a lot of heavy rains recently, tropical rains like this, and recently on that area there. Um, now, the eastern North Pacific, Hurricane Darby is still out there. It's moving west at 15 miles an hour. Pressures at minimum central pressures at 954 millibars. Pretty strong system. It's a Category 4 on the Saffir system scale with winds at 150 miles and 140 miles an hour. Excuse me. So it's still, it's a small system, but it's a mighty Category 4 hurricane, according to the National Hurricane Center. It is going to approach, it's going to weaken, it's going to become a hurricane, uh, a major hurricane, or remain a major hurricane all the way through Wednesday. And then it's going to weaken on Thursday to a tropical storm derby. And then by Friday and Saturday, it's going to weaken to a depression as it approaches the big island of Hawaii, just to the south, maybe uh, 330 miles south, southeast of the big island of Hawaii. So it's not going to be a direct hit. There may be some breezy and some swells that's going to affect the Hawaiian Islands, uh, uh, sort of a... Um, a northeast, this northeast, the uh, northeast swells coming in that's going to affect the islands on the windward side there. Um, and so hopefully they won't get a direct hit, but it's going to be a bunch of rain and uh, some, some tropical storm conditions are possible depending on how close this approach it makes on this coming Saturday for Hurricane Darby. But it'll by then it'll be a tropical depression that's going to be moving into cooler waters and unfavorable conditions as we know. Central North Pacific looks quiet. Eastern Pacific looks quiet. There's nothing really going on there. Just this Darby coming up here. The next name on the list for us would be Danielle and for the North American uh, hurricane season. If, if this system here forms in the Gulf of Mexico in the next couple of days, it'll be Danielle if we can make it there, if it, if it, if it can develop. If it, if it doesn't develop, then there'll be nothing there uh, for, for us to look at. So, guys, um, this has been your Weather Guru Report for July 11, 2022, Monday. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe, and uh, I'll talk to you next a full episode coming up tomorrow on Super Tuesday. Thank you very much.